Hey everyone, welcome back to the latest episode of the Unlocking Doors podcast. I'm here with Michelle Castle. Today we are talking about an interest rate buy down and how that is helping buyers and sellers in this market. So mm-hmm. Michelle, let's jump right into it. Let's do it. What is an interest rate buy down? So the, I mean, literally just what it says, the buyer, the seller, builder mm-hmm. has the option of buying down the interest rate on the loan. Okay. There's a couple different ways to do it. Yeah. Let's talk about, so how how does that work? Is it, is it just the buyer says, I want to buy it down and they give the money and fork it over? Or is it, Mm. where does the money come from? So if, if a, well, let's just back, back up even further than that. Okay. Why are we even having this conversation? Yeah. Rates went up and, and people have said, you know what? I don't want to buy a house because I don't like the interest rates. Mm -hmm. But then they look around, they go, you know, I'm seeing some good deals on some of these houses. Yeah. But I still don't like the interest rate. Right. So that's where this conversation, I think, came up. What, about a year, year and a half ago, we started mm-hmm. talking about this a lot. Because I, I remember when I got in the business a long time ago, you'd hear the word buy down. But we really hadn't had been in a market where it was a big deal. Right. So, I mean, like, literally, I had to get old spreadsheets out and start looking. How did we even calculate buy downs? Right. So, I mean, it's literally buying down the interest rate. Yeah. And you can do that as a permanent or a temporary. Temporary has been the most popular right now. Right. Because it's such a drastic difference in the payment. So mm-hmm. um, essentially, whenever we're negotiating these uh, offers for our buyers, you know, the seller's got a, they've got a certain net that they've got to mm-hmm. hit or else it doesn't make sense for them to sell. Right. The buyer has a certain budget that they want to stay within mm-hmm. or else they're going to move on to the next one right. where a seller is going to work with them. And so there's this, there's this almost kind of stalemate and mm-hmm. these rate buy downs, at least what I've seen in the, you know, in, in actual negotiations are what is keeping buyers and sellers transacting right now. Mm-hmm. It's a big part of it at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I think it's kind of, you know, if you have a conversation with the seller in, in years past, whenever you'd say, Hey seller, will you come up with X number of dollars out of your net proceeds and cover the closing cost? Yes. That was a pretty sore subject. Yeah. But I think sellers can see it from the buyer's point of view now because a lot of these sellers have 3 and 4% interest rates on their loan. Mm-hmm. And they are looking at it going, well, I've got to buy a house too. Mm-hmm. And I don't like the interest rates. Right. Even though you and I know that there's still good interest rates, perception is reality in a lot of cases. And, and the perception is the rates are high. Yeah. And so I think it's a lot easier conversation than asking a seller to pay closing cost. Yeah, exactly. And so essentially what, I, what we're seeing is you know, we will negotiate, is it one, two, three points off of the loan, 3% off of the loan mm-hmm. that the, or off of the purchase Interest price rate. that the, oh, um, yeah. or yeah, sorry, um, that the, that the seller is going to pay towards the buyer's rate buy down. Mm-hmm. So usually the seller or the builder, like you mentioned, is mm-hmm. going to be the one that's paying that rate buy down. Mm-hmm. And I think really, um, and we've got some numbers printed off here. I think that's really where we can kind of talk more specifics mm-hmm. on how mm-hmm. big of a deal this is. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like I said, there I, I've had several transactions recently where it's just the seller's like, no, I'm not com- like, I can't reduce my sales price enough to get to the, where the buyer wants it to be with their monthly payment. And the right. buyer, the buyer's like, well, you know, I would go up to your price, but the payment is just mm-hmm. not working for me. So mm-hmm. um, let's go through this scenario on a $400,000 purchase um, and just kind of walk them through what the, what the savings are, what the cost of the seller would be. And of course this varies for every scenario, but this right. is just a generic $400,000 purchase. 
Uh, Plain Jane walk, conventional loan. Yeah. 20% down. Uh, yeah. So talk, walk us through this. So, you know, if you were doing, and, and just for simplicity, we'll just do 20%, like you said, mm-hmm. conventional loan, nothing fancy. Right now, according to um, just the posted posted rate on Mortgage Daily, mm-hmm. you'd be looking at, it, it, in this scenario, we did 6.89 because that's what it was at the posted time. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you were just doing a plain Jane conventional loan, 30-year fixed with no buy-down, you'd be looking at a, a payment of 2100 bucks, 2105 right? So and then you add your taxes and insurance in there, and it's it's a payment that's going to be closer to three thousand dollars in Texas. Right. So, with a buy down, you literally have the ability on a temporary buy down for the interest rate to be reduced as much as three percent off of that six point eight nine, which is drastic. That's a huge difference. Yeah. I mean, that would take your payments from twenty one oh five to fifteen oh seven. Yeah. That's now, a big difference. And I do think we need to, we do need to clarify that is, so this is a three, two, one buy down, meaning in the first year, you're getting a full 3% reduction in the interest rate. The second year, it's a 2% reduction in the interest rate. And then the third year is a 1%. And then it goes up to the, 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 the rate. note rate yeah, for the, the rest rate. of the note. Yeah. So yeah. it's not, you're not, you're not saving that $597 throughout the life of the loan with this rate buy down, but it does get you in a position where in that first year, it's drastically, drastically lower. Second year is, is still drastically lower. Um, and it helps with budgeting. It helps with, uh, just being able to make that happen. And then maybe if the rates do drop and it makes sense to refinance, that's where you're having those conversations with your clients. Well, and a lot of lenders are allowing, whenever you do go to do the refinance, you're not going to pay the lender fees again. You're still going to have some closing costs and you do see some misleading ads where it's like, you know, we're not going to charge you for any closing costs. Well, what they mean is they're not going to charge you their closing costs, but you're still going to be fees associated. So be real careful about that. um, Listeners, whenever you are looking at those, those ads, some of them are just misleading in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that is really cool about these, these temporary buy downs is just think about the different scenarios where this would be beneficial. I think about someone who has just recently completed nursing school mm-hmm. and they've just are, you know, they're, they're going to work with just minimum pay, but as they continue to work, they'll pick up, um, they'll, their income's going to increase. Right. So, but as a lender, it is our responsibility that you, we do prove that you have the ability to pay. And so we're going to still qualify everybody on that highest payment amount. Right. So we're not putting people into homes where the payment is $600 less than what the actual payment is without knowing that they could afford that payment with that, with the full increase of that note rate. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm glad you kind of steered the conversation that way. Cause there's a couple of hesitations I have with the permanent buy down or mm-hmm. sorry, temporary temp- buy down, temporary buy downs. Mm-hmm. And that is, um, you know, that is, uh, whenever you buy a property today, mm-hmm. um, the assessed taxes and insurance are going to be lower than what they're going to be next year. Right. Um, Cause you hope you hope. Yeah. Um, and so with this, with this temporary buy down, you have a couple of factors mm-hmm. working against you whenever mm-hmm. The next year comes. So number one, your interest rate does jump up a point. Number two, mm-hmm. your taxes could potentially jump up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, mm-hmm. 
and everybody in this North Texas area is feeling this insurance, insurance. premiums are yeah. jumping, uh, up pretty significantly. So, I mean, there's, if you're going to do this, um, I think you also need to have some, some foresight into the fact that it's not just that interest rate that's going to jump mm -hmm. up. You need to make sure that you're also budgeting for mm -hmm. those taxes and insurance adjustments. Um, and it, it's hard to, it's hard to guess where that's going to be. Right. But you know, just be expecting it. And that's one thing, um, I have seen some lenders and realtors talking about these temporary buy downs. And, um, that's always been my biggest hesitation mm -hmm. is that you also have to factor that stuff mm -hmm. in. So, um, I mean, truly and you and I are in business to stay in business. Right. And so, I mean, that part is really important. And one reason this is going a totally new direction, but I think that it's really important that you choose to work with someone who is going, is somebody you're going to see yeah. in your community is someone that's going to be staying in touch with you because I mean, it, you could do business with somebody else and may even save money doing business somewhere else. But are they looking out for your best interest, mm -hmm. not just for how do I get you into the home the cheapest way today, yeah. but how can I help keep you in that home and help you build wealth in that home? Yeah. I think absolutely. that part's really important. Yeah. And so there's also, you know, there's these temporary buy-down solutions. Um, there's also a permanent buy-down solution, mm -hmm. which whenever we bought our house, that's what we went with was a permanent buy-down. Just mm -hmm. it made more sense for our specific scenario. Mm -hmm. And... Um, one thing you were talking about before the show started was uh, there are some instances like with credit where mm -hmm. you may not want to do a temporary buy down. Mm -hmm. um, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, there's a lot of scenarios. So with the temporary buy down, the, the, the whole thought around that is, you know, get into the home. You heard these, that stupid date the phrase, rate. date Mar the marry rate, the, marry the house, yeah. whatever. Everybody That's so that. dumb. <laughs> And so it's so dumb, but I mean, I get the point. Yeah. Yes. You, you're the, the, the interest rate is not permanent. Mm -hmm. The price that you pay for the house is the location of the house is right. the condition of the house is not, I mean, like, you know, you think about the things that you can control and what you can't control, but so interest rates are going to, they're going to change over time. Mm -hmm. And so the thought is you get in the house, you go ahead and do a temporary buy down. It's a payment you can afford. It's a lower payment for the next, you know, one, two, three years, however many years you buy down the rate. Right. And then you just refinance. My concern is, will you want to refinance because you are going through a whole loan process again? Mm -hmm. And, you're still going to have closing costs. Even if you don't have lender costs, there's still costs associated with it. And you're going to add that to the balance. Right. So yes, you're going to refinance to lower the rate, but you're going to add money to the balance. So really, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And then will you even qualify? I mean, yeah. what if you right now, Corey, go, you know what? I, you know, this, this field that I'm in right now, I'm going to just change careers in the next year or two. Mm -hmm. Well, you wouldn't want to do a temporary buy down if that's the case, yeah. depending on what kind of field you're going to go into. So the, the other times that I think about is when someone, whenever you just marginally qualified for the house, don't do a temporary buy down unless you know for sure that you have the, all of the disciplines in place that you know you're going to qualify for the house with, for the refinance without any problems. Right. So, I mean, you just have to think about, I, I just, 
so many times people aren't looking at their, they're looking at the now and mm-hmm. they're not looking at three, five, 10 years down the road yeah. and thinking, how old will I be? How old will my children be if you have children? What kind of situation am I going to be? Am I in a, even a long-term career? Like all of these things, what does my health look like? Right. All of those things matter. Yeah. You know, I had a, I had a scenario where, um, I had a buyer who worked with Guild. Um, it was actually one of Sabrina's past clients. So, whoop, whoop. Um, but anyways, you know, where this temporary buy down made sense for them was they qualified for the home that they have now and mm-hmm. the home that they wanted to buy. Mm-hmm. And doing this scenario, they were able to act. I, I don't know the specifics of the behind mm-hmm. the scenes, but it mm-hmm. really helped with get them in the new home with a manageable payment for now. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to, you know, their plan is to do some work, fix up the house, mm-hmm. sell it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to, they're going to be able to increase their, you know, their net whenever they do the repairs that this, that people are going to want to see in mm-hmm. this market mm-hmm. and sell it, put more money in their pocket. And then they're either going to refinance, recast, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. But mm-hmm. I know they, I know they spent all of their time with the mortgage coach calculator talking about the best scenario, just like mm-hmm. you do with your clients. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that, that's another scenario where I could see that being beneficial mm-hmm. is, it's almost um, like the bridge. It, it's kind. It's almost like a bridge, but it's not. You know, it's. Uh, you know, they're carrying both loans, mm-hmm. and it just makes it more affordable right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, yeah. and you know, you and I, uh, we did the math before the show too. Um, instead of a temporary buy down, they could have gotten uh, the seller to agree to a lower sales price. Yeah, that wouldn't have benefit them in that case. And it, they could have used that same money to cover closing costs and cover a permanent buy down. They wouldn't have saved the same amount of money. Right. So I was even doing the math. Like if you had a, if the seller agreed to sell the house for the same amount of money for the three year buy down, which was about 15,000 bucks. Right. If the seller agreed to reduce the sales price by $15,000, it'd save you $79 a month. Yeah. So to your point in the beginning of the show, a lot of times the buyer and the seller are negotiating sales price because the buyer's trying to get to a certain monthly payment. Mm-hmm. Well, you spread that over 30 years, you'd have to reduce the sales price a lot sometimes to get to that budget payment. Right. Whereas a temporary buy down allows them to do that. If you were to spend just a little bit of money, say in this case, you spent like 32, you just did one discount point, $3,200. You'd save about 80, $85 a month. Yeah. So again, you know, over time, that still might be better to get a little bit more money, do a permanent buy down, save it over the entire time and not have to worry about a refinance versus I I know this can get confusing as we're talking about numbers, especially if you're just listening and you're not, you know, watching and you're not seeing numbers. I'll I'll throw some infographics up so that they can kind of follow along. So they can see. But the point is, these are all conversations you should have. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be in a hurry and you should ask all of the questions and look at options. It can get confusing sometimes to look at all of these scenarios. So you really need to, you know, that's why we like Mortgage Coach because, you know, we can put it out there in a way that it is, you can just see column to column, column of the different scenarios. So, yeah. And one thing I see that, this kind of goes back to who you work with matters in this mm-hmm. industry, both mm-hmm. in the real estate side and the mm-hmm. mortgage side. Mm-hmm. One thing I've seen so much uh, with these higher interest rates is buyer submits their offer, mm-hmm. seller says no way, mm-hmm. and then it's just a done deal. Done deal. We're yeah. going somewhere else, mm-hmm. and then maybe the buyer gets out of the mm-hmm. market. The seller's mm-hmm. listing sits there forever, mm-hmm. um, and so 
working with somebody who mm-hmm. has the um, experience or just the thought process of, mm-hmm. okay, this doesn't, this doesn't work. Mm-hmm. What can we change? What can we negotiate to mm-hmm. where it works for the seller? Mm-hmm. They can go on about their mm-hmm. lives. It works for my buyer. Mm-hmm. I can get them the payment they need. Mm-hmm. We can make this work mm-hmm. for everybody so that mm-hmm. it's, it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I've really seen, um, you know, there's agents that really struggled in this high interest rate environment and mm-hmm. loan officers too. Yeah. Um, agents and loan officers that struggled. And then there's the ones that are constantly getting deals closed for their clients. And that's the biggest differentiator mm-hmm. is, is that they are looking at a, the big picture. They're not looking at it, you know, from a, you know, a, a win a, or lose. Yeah. It's win like, or lose. It's yeah. a, it's a, how do we, how, how do, do we, we all this, win? Yeah. How do yeah. we all win? How do we all, how do we make this transaction happen mm-hmm. so that everybody comes out where they need to be. Absolutely. So. I, I see this over and over because you got to, it's not even negotiation. It's conflict resolution, exactly, right? You yeah. know what I mean? Cause marriage from an, it's marriage counseling, it's conflict resolution. <laughs> it's all of the above. Yeah. Um, but a seller put their house on the market. They got it ready to sell. Yeah. A buyer went out and looked at houses. They found one they like, like how can we not figure out how to make something work if they're close within you know, within range, it just, yeah. you're yeah. right. Ego gets in the way sometimes. Too I, with, it, yeah, maybe so, but yeah. there is a big difference in working with someone who knows how to work through that versus, oh, well, forget it. Yeah. That seller's just being a jerk. Yeah, exactly. Or so, that buyer's just being ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. We could talk about that all day long. Yeah. That's a, yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> I'm not going to throw any not. names out in that top, in that, uh, episode either. Anyways, guys, thanks for checking out this episode of the Unlocking Doors podcast, where we talked about rate buy downs and how that's helping our sellers and buyers win in this market. If you're thinking about buying or selling, be sure and reach out to Michelle about financing, reach out to me about that home search or getting your home sold. Share this with a friend, uh, give us a thumbs up and be sure and subscribe to the channel. We'll catch you on the next episode.